In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Girlfriend, here is your show. Girlfriended, your chance to connect with other women, especially the woman that is most overlooked, yourself. Girlfriended is all about helping you become self-aware, not self-involved. The aim is to provide information that relates to life, which leads to real connections and results in a desire to connect or care for those in need. The Girlfriended principle was born out of loss. Patty's mother was murdered, and Lisa lost her mother to cancer. This forged a bond between them that nothing could shake. And now the women want to help you in more ways than you can count every day. From the website, GirlfriendIt.com, and the movement, GirlfriendIt, here are Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan on Toginet.com. And our first question of the day, and our, also our girlfriend challenge for you, is how satisfied are you with your prayer life? Well, you know, that's a great question, Patty, and that comes up often. And in fact, we, um, we kind of addressed that on our postcards that went out this week that we kind of send out to everybody, kind of get them ready for the show. And it was also a topic that was quite um, a, a discussion issue this past week. I know. Oh, this past week, we had a blast, did we not, at high school camp. We went back a few years. <laughs> and it was we really so fun because we that were was, in California. That was so fun. And we were in California where you went to college. Exactly. It was my alma mater. It was like walking down the halls of nostalgia. I don't know if that's the proper way to say that, but it was kind of cool <laughs> to be to see the old dorms and see the old places and just to kind of, kind of be there as an adult this time. And I got to hear all your fun stories. And I think some of the places that you showed me had not changed one single bit. Well, it hadn't changed a lot. And I don't know if that was good or bad. It was like, you know, stepping back in time uh, a little bit. But it was also so cool just to be there and just to have, watch, um, like, the high school kids experience it from a different lens. And just the energy of being with high school schoolers, again, was so fun and just um just being able to have just those authentic conversations with them. And, and we were talking about this issue a lot, and I know you had a small group um, of girls that you were talking with about this whole issue of prayer. Well, the reason why it was interesting is because at night when we would get together in our small group, I would ask them, like, what, what are some of the goals that you want to walk away from after this week of, of being at camp? And how do you want to, you know, go into high school next year? And 80% of them would say, I want a, I'm able to really feel connected to God. And so we would talk about um, prayer. And so many times they wouldn't know where to start. It's so easy for us to go, yes, just just pray more, just talk to Jesus. And so I found that just going through some of the steps, like just start out by telling God three things that you're grateful for, and then talk about three things that you're struggling with. And 
three goals that you, you just need help with. And that seemed to really help them in just that dialogue of going, okay, this gives me um, some steps and some suggestions to know how to pray. And I, I think we just forget. I remember one time talking to my neighbor and I was saying something about prayer and she goes, Patty, I don't even know how to pray. She goes, what do I do? How do I pray? And it, it kind of left me speechless because <laughs> you just go, you pray. You just mm-hmm. talk to Jesus. When, when you've grown up in a Christian home, you, you just, you pray. And so you just, you have to go back to the basics that some people don't pray because they literally do not know the first thing on, on, on what to do and how do I pray. Well, and I think so many times um, we feel guilty about prayer because we, we feel like there's these set of rules that we need to follow as far as, like, how much time and what you say and what you don't say and, and when you do it. And I think we've been kind of conditioned with a lot of that. So we look at prayer, and it's not like this exciting um, thing that we get to talk to God about and just a conversation, but it's something that sometimes becomes more of a duty that we, it, we it's on our checklist. You know, it's like, okay, I, I've done my prayer time. Instead of really looking at it as... Um, what a cool thing to just be able to have conversation with God and to be able just to share our heartbeats. I know just yesterday I was having a conversation with um, a young mom who has um, come out of a, a difficult industry, and she has just never really experienced a connection with, with, with Jesus and just really has desired that. But we were talking about just, you know, how's your prayer life? You know, I mean, have you how do you feel about praying? And she's like, you know, I, I don't feel worthy to pray. I don't, I've been so distant from God and I don't even know what to say. And I, we just, like you're saying, people, I don't even know what to say. And so we just started this dialogue about, okay, what would you say um, if you were just starting a conversation with him? And I, she just said, I would say, I'm sorry. And I said, that's a great place to start. It doesn't matter. Just you just be you and just share your heart and whatever is on your heart. And, uh, and, and God listens. And I think that's just a great place to start. It's like, what, what would you say? And some people it is, I'm sorry. Some people it's just, I just want to thank him for something. And whatever that is, just start the conversation. Absolutely. Just starting the conversation. And, you know, it's just funny because as we were, we're talking about, you know, prayer this week, Lise, you and I were even saying how cool it was when we first met, you know, over a decade ago, uh, we just were really praying. We, we got on, <laughs> we got on our knees and it was like, okay, God, we really want to move forward with this ministry. And we know we're just a couple of yahoos that have no idea what we're doing. So just go before us and, and just, you know, pave the path. And we want to run down that path. And, Within, I can't, I, I wish we would have been better at journaling it, but within six months to a year, we had a prayer intercessor approach us and say, I really feel that God is calling me to, to pray for you guys. And it was an instant connection. Um, we had one where we sat down and she started telling us what we needed to do. And I'll never forget it because she said, each of you need 10 prayer intercessors and just like when they send men out into the battlefields, you guys are going out 
to the battlefields and you're dealing with spiritual warfare and you need, you know, 20 serious prayer warriors praying for you. And she goes, I can think of one right now, a real strong prayer intercessor. And it was just funny because as she was talking about us and we were sitting at, on the church campus, that particular person walked by. And remember that? We were just, yeah, it, we were, it was mind boggling. That's so God. I know. It was like, okay, or there's the person right there that we could talk to right there. <laughs> and that, yeah, that is such, that's such a pray cool about point. It. Well, and that is such a cool point because prayer is so personal. And when you really start engaging in it, you see that God starts interacting with you on a personal level. And, and, it, and it's, it can be fun. And I know some people think, okay, prayer and fun. Prayer is very serious. But prayer can be very fun. It's very interactive. It's God and, and Truly, God has a sense of humor, and he meets us where we're at, and he loves to engage in that if we just open up the dialogue and, and start doing that. And speaking of sense of humor, a, a story, I just remember one time we were doing a morning show, and we were going to be on the show talking about ways that girlfriends can connect with each other. And at the time, this was several years ago, there was like um, a game that had just come out, and I think it was called Girlfriends, but it was like kind of sketchy on girlfriends. It wasn't the direction that we were necessarily going with girlfriends. It was more like sexual and new age and, and different things that you could do with girlfriends. And we remember talking, remember when we were talking to the host and we said, okay, just so you know, we're not really comfortable introducing that game because um, we want to kind of take it a different direction. And I remember that particular host said, you know what, we have to because the other co-host, it's something she really likes. And um, we need to, to have the game there, and we need to introduce it. And I remember you and me just said, okay, we've done all that we can to get this game off off the show, the part of the show with us. And so we said, we're going to pray. We're just going to pray it away and see what God does because there's nothing more we can do. And it was so interesting and so cool because we show up for the show, and we're sitting there. I remember sitting there at the, t- at the table, and it was like 30 seconds till we're going on air. And we looked at our friend who was the morning show host, and we, and we said, okay, where's this? Where's Erin? Where, where's she today? Because she was the one that was going to do the, the girlfriend game. And she goes, oh, you know what? At the last minute, Erin has a toothache. And she's not able to be here today, so we don't, we're not going to really introduce that game. And you and me just looked at each other, and we just started laughing. Because we were just like, okay, how cool is God that he was, Erin has a toothache. And we just been laughing. We always kind of reminded ourselves of that when, uh, when we've been, been in the situation. It's like, okay, but Erin had a toothache. We can just pray. I know. It is so funny. And that that was one of those that you really, truly had to be there. Because why is it when we pray? And like you said, you're just you're just sharing with Jesus. You're just giving him all those intimate details. Why is it that we are so surprised when he answers the prayer and he can answer it in a very humorous way? I mean, we would have never thought of praying on a toothache on someone. <laughs> you just go, you have a tendency to go, oh, that was just coincidence. We did not just pray Aaron a toothache, <laughs> you know? Exactly. And, and, but why, why wouldn't God take care of, for the bigger picture? We did not want to represent him and represent this game. And it was really putting us in one of those conflicting situations. Mm-hmm. Well, and that is the thing that we're talking about. Okay, 
if you just start the conversation, just get it going, you never know how God's going to answer something. And, and we always heard this saying, God works in mysterious ways. And He really does, and He surprises us, and He just shows up. It's just having the conversation. And that today, we are just so excited about a couple of guests that are actually girlfriends of ours that have just been, they're in ministry, doing life, and they are women who truly live and lead under the influence of prayer. And we're, we're just excited to introduce our two friends. It's, it's me, Tammy Ingram and Kirsten Sneary. And they have a, a lot of stories to share as well. And it's just their heartbeat really is for prayer and getting women just excited about praying again and the difference it can make in your life when, when you do start the dialogue and you do start praying and you start sharing those stories. And we it is so fun to just be able to share stories of where God is working and what He's done in our life and what He continues to do. So we're just excited today to introduce Tammy and Kirsten to the show. We're going to take a break in a few seconds, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about prayer, the struggles, the excitement, the, the blessings of prayer. So stay with us. This is Lisa Jernigan and Patty Wyatt and your girlfriend at radio. This is Girlfriended on Togginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on Girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend it. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended Radio right after these. Wondering how to market, where to invest, where to advertise, where to find the right advice, or what to do about taxes? Doing business today is a complex venture, and that's where all biz talk comes in. All Biz Talk helps businesses and individuals find the right path to their success and learn more about the ideas, products, and services used by today's top professionals. Success leaves clues, so if you want to be successful, it's always best to listen to the people who have already been where you want to be. Our hosts are unbiased and will ask the hard questions, taking your calls to help connect you with the right professionals, people who can help you get a better handle on your personal and business choices. All Biz Talk is not a financial services company and does not offer any financial advice, but we will help you make the right choice when it comes to planning your financial future. Join All Biz Talk Tuesday afternoons at 1 Pacific, 3 Central at allbiztalk.com. Have you been laid off, fired, downsized, right-sized, or re-engineered out of a job? Are you unemployed or anticipate that possibility? Then tune in for Successfully Unemployed, hosted by Alan Sherwood, MBA, president of Sherwood Consulting Service. Successfully Unemployed will provide you a hope-filled and comprehensive approach to the job search process from an author who's experienced it all. Alan and his guests will cover all dimensions of a job search, physical tasks, mental attitude, emotional health, even one spiritual perspective. All must be integrated in order for a person to be successfully unemployed so they can then be successfully employed. This show is designed to help you move forward from job loss to finding or creating more fulfilling work. For more on Alan Sherwood, MBA, and the show, check out his website, SuccessfullyUnemployed.com. Then join us for Successfully Unemployed with Alan Sherwood, MBA. Thursday nights at 8, 7 Central here on Togginet.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio. 
a chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a bug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on Toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio. This is Patty and Lisa. And today we have asked the question, how satisfied are you with your prayer life? And that is, we've just been kind of talking about just how difficult prayer can be sometimes. And we look at it kind of as a duty and we don't even know where to start. And so today we're talking with two special guests. And our first one is Tammy Ingram, who is such a girlfriend of ours and has such a heart for prayer. Tammy is the director of women's ministry at Desert Springs Community Church, where her husband, Steve, is also the senior pastor. And together they have ministered there at Desert Springs for the past 18 years. Um, Tammy's passion in ministry is to connect women in a closer relationship with God and with each other. Tammy is a mother of three children, two are grown, one is still in high school, and Tammy loves to play tennis. And Tammy... We just love doing coffee time with you. I mean, and grabbing coffee whenever we can with you and just hearing your heartbeat. So we want to officially welcome you to Girlfriend at Radio. How are you? I'm great. Thank you, Lisa. Well, it's great to have you. And, um, and, and Patty's eavesdropping in on the conversation, too, just so you know. So we have her. Yes. And she's going to be dancing <laughs> with us. But, um, but we just want to start off because we know that you have such a heart for prayer. And your life reflects that. So can you just start off, because we're going to go so many different ways, but can you start off in sharing how you have developed prayer in your life just on a, on a personal level and on a professional level? But let's start personally. What does that look like for you, even the struggles, the blessings of just prayer in your life? Well, first of all, I, I think that um, what it kind of just, on a real everyday level looks like. I feel like it's a, a number of different things. And first off, I feel like it's just when I wake up, I feel like I go first to the Lord before I even put my feet down and just give my day and ask Him to order it and um, just really trust Him with it because um, I just never know what a day is going to hold. And it can be more than I would ever be able to handle on my own. And I just really try to uh, start with that. And then, you know, I feel like it kind of goes from there to the mirror. You know, you're getting ready to go, and I have all my little reminders on there um, from pictures of people that I need to pray for or just notes or whatever. I feel like some of that brain-dead time I can really be uh, using um, to just bringing these things to God. And, okay, wait, I have to interrupt you. Yes, yeah. um, sure. Okay, so you actually, on your mirror... And you, get ready, yes. you have little sticky notes and little reminders? Yes, and pictures of people who I, I you know, said, hey, I'm promising to pray for. And um, and it really helps me because as I'm blowing dry my hair or whatever, it, 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 you know, it helps me focus my thoughts, which is oftentimes where my thoughts can go awry and be negative or whatever anyway, you know, um, to avoid insecurity, just start praying for somebody else. So, um, you know, it's, it's one of those little things that I've just found is a really good use of my time. It's very beneficial for my own um, mind and heart, and then I feel like I can keep those promises to people that I've told. I'm going to be praying for you, but I can be more intentional and have my reminders so that I don't forget. So that's just one little thing that has helped me out. 
Um, I, I love that. And you know what? You, you, you hit a good point because you have people who say, will you pray for me? And yeah. we're so quick to say yes. And then we go right to the next thing. And then we come back and go, ah, I forgot yeah. to, to pray for them. And they'll send you a note saying, thank you so much for praying for me. This is what happened. You're like, I didn't pray. <laughs> <laughs> and then you feel really okay, guilty. Lisa, that's, Lisa, that's good to know. <laughs> next time i ask you i'll know now <laughs> oh great you just now you know my secret okay i love that posted thing on the mirror though that is a great because i'm such a visual person and it does totally remind you yeah that's exactly how i am and that's something that i have just found for myself works really well so um that along with i also because i'm visual and i think just have to try to focus because uh, you know, I think that so oftentimes, at least my struggle with praying sometimes is that my mind begins to wander or all of a sudden I'm reminded of something I need to do or I can't forget or whatever. And so a lot of times I just try to write out my prayers or, you know, at least some of the high points that I'm really taking before the Lord. Um, and that helps me concentrate, but it also helps me go back and see, you know, how God has answered prayer in so many ways. Um, so it, it's kind of got a twofold thing, but um, it just helps me in my concentration level, you know? Exactly. So mm-hmm. I love it because it is so easy to have kind of that ADD thing going on with prayer mm-hmm. where you start praying and all of a sudden your mind wanders over here. You start taking a scenic route in prayer. Yes. And, and I just have to go back because um, Mrs. Wyatt was mocking me. Um, but I do pray. I really try when somebody says, do you pray for me? I just do it right there in my, in my head and just pray. And then as God reminds me later, I hopefully they get a couple prayers in. Um, but it is, I have, I had to train myself to do that because it is so easy to say yes and then move on. So I just had to kind of do a disclaimer because I just want people to know that when they ask me to pray, I really do pray. And a lot of people <laughs> there. So, uh, even though Patty's mocking me and, you know. Uh, okay, and, and we digress. But anyway, uh, I love that staying focused. And, and so do you, what are some struggles you have personally with just staying on task with prayer? Well, I think a lot of it is just, I, I really think so much of it is, you know, busyness in ministry, which are all good things. But mm-hmm. um, I think that that's what sometimes is what pulls us away from the source of our power, the source of, of what's really going to accomplish um, what God wants to accomplish. So I think that's probably one of the biggest struggles. I, I totally I totally hear that. And I think this is, and it's so good to have dialogue because you don't feel so alone and so, um, like, like horrible. <laughs> you go, yeah. okay, you struggle with this area. And it's just, it's just, a, it's a journey and it's a process that, it is so significant when we when we truly understand the power of prayer and how prayer really does move the hand of God and it really can change directions and change outcomes in life if we really take prayer seriously and really engage mm-hmm. in it. Um, I want to ask you a little bit because we know that you lead women in ministry for women and yeah. you're also in leadership as your husband, um, you're a pastor's wife. And yes. um, how do you incorporate prayer just in ministry? And maybe, you know, some things mm-hmm. that you with women, because it is really hard to get women engaged in prayer. But how do you, how have you, uh, on a ministry level, engaged prayer? That's a, a, a good question, because it is different, different, and I feel like all the more needs intentionality about it. And uh, one of the examples that I had before me was you guys in um, 
how you said right away when we were working with um, working to make our uh, women's ministry really grow with girlfriends unlimited and so on, and um, we ended up uh, just um, you said you have to get your curriculum going first, and so that's what we followed that example. And I have a great group of women that um, meet together every Monday afternoon from one till whenever they get done. And they just pour over the, the um, needs of our ministry. They, they pray together for their personal needs. And what's so cool about it is not only do we just need that so much as a ministry, but uh, the, what it's done for these women and their relationships together and their uh, their heart for prayer and their their uh, it just has encouraged their hearts and formed close bonds with them and friendship. And, you know, it, it just amazes me how the things that God asks of us and, you know, there's just so many benefits that come beyond it when we, we just obey and when we're part of, of what he's doing. And so that's um, what kind of that foremost, um, I guess, uh, team in place that I have in my ministry for prayer. And then kind of all of the other teams that, are more on other things like for events deals and more uh, separate things. You know, within them, they have prayer teams, and, and then we try to reach out and get other women praying over that particular event or whatever that is. And then a and lot of it... You know what, Tammy? I, I have to interrupt yeah. you on that one sure. because um, it kind of combines what you were saying about even, you know, putting the little post-it on, on your mirror. Um, yeah. When you are pulling people to pray... For you, and that is, it is so powerful. We have a tendency to sit down as, as women ministry leaders and we want to put this event on or we want to do this, you know, the next best, greatest thing, you know, this big God sized, yeah. you know, thing that's going to save the world. And we <laughs> just get into our to do list. And if we yeah. don't have that, that first thing on there is to get a, a prayer team. We, we know we cannot do it um, yeah. by, by ourselves. We cannot do it without God. But the other thing is when you're, in leadership, you will always have people coming because we didn't do it the way that they thought it should be done. And yes. so I think, too, when people come up and they say, hey, you really need to do it this way, or you really need to, I didn't like how you did this, or did you know this took place, that Lisa and I are fine when you say to that person, because if they don't have a solution, they're just there coming with all the, you know, Complaints. critical, <laughs> yeah, constructive <laughs> criticism that they would say. Yes. I really need you to pray for that. Do you mind getting another yeah. girlfriend and you guys start praying for that because I see that that can be a problem in the future or, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it does, it turns it around to where, okay, you're right. I can't just sit here and complain about this. I can do something about it. And prayer can be my number one thing. And you start changing their direction and then their heart starts, you know, the Holy Spirit starts transforming the way that they see it because then they're praying about it and it's their event. So you're empowering them to have a leadership role, even if it's yep. in, through prayer. So I love that, that love you're that bringing that up, though, that it is. It's the number one thing, and you can get so many people on the prayer team. What were some of the things that you did to get that prayer team together? Because that's another struggle you hear where women go, yeah, yeah you guys say get a prayer team together, but no one wants to get together and pray. Right. I think that, uh, number one, I looked at women, and first, of course, I prayed that the Lord would lead us to the right ones, but I I looked to women who had a heart for prayer, and they had a heart for women. Um, And then I appealed to them 
to to say, you know, you know, I'm sure some other people that have the same heart and be praying for those that, that do and set that time and place. And, you know, I really had to enforce the fact that, you know, it is only through our commitment to really be doing this. And these because these women have such a commitment to prayer, uh, they know the power of it. I didn't have to convince them. I mean, they were the ones that I know that's their passion. But Well, Tammy, uh, we're going to take a break. Yeah. Tammy, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back with Girlfriend at Radio. This is Girlfriend on Togginet. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, girlfriend it. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriend It Radio right after these. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Togginet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet.com. It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life. Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods-Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism, the historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years, how can we hold on to what we hold dear, and the spiritual, treasuring important values, honoring the past, and increasing peace of mind. You don't have to become Amish to make personal peace a reality. Amish wisdom will help all of us live a simpler life. For more information, go to SuzanneWoodsFisher.com. With Amish wisdom, Suzanne offers us a glimpse into a world of peace, serenity, and total commitment to family and God. This show just might change the way you live your life. It's Amish wisdom with Suzanne Woods Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio. A chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Well, welcome back to Girlfriended. And we have been talking about how satisfied that you are with your prayer life. We've been speaking with Tammy Ingram, um, the Director of Women's Ministry at Desert Springs Community Church in Arizona, and we are going to get back to some of those thoughts that Tammy was sharing with us, but 
We are going to lead into our next girlfriend, Kirsten Snary, and she is the Director of Women's Ministry and Children's Ministry at North Bible Church in Scottsdale, Arizona, and her passion is helping others know how incredibly loved they are by God. But um, when she's not in church, she is loving to run, which, uh, Kristen, that is totally up my alley, you know, and we still haven't run together yet. But you, the difference between you and I is you actually love to bake, and I'm sure that you love to eat whatever you bake. So I'll come over for that part. (laughs) I'll come over for eating of what you're baking, and then I'll go run with you. Uh, but, Kirsten, we are so excited to have you on the show, and you have such a heart for prayer. And so I'm just going to dive right in and ask you, what are some specific things that you've seen in your life personally and just the answer to the power of prayer? Well, you know, it's funny. I I was challenged recently because I was having my to-do list. I know you guys were talking about that, too, and we are so busy, and our culture is so busy, and I felt like my to-do list was kind of getting it, I was prioritizing that instead of putting God at the top of it, and I Mm. felt like I was challenged to just, in the midst of the busiest week, you know, take a little moment out for God, and and I was recently doing an event, and um, it was one of those crazy weeks where I had to run all over and pick up supplies and get things decorated and do all sorts of stuff, and and I felt like one morning God was saying, hey, I need a little time with you. And so mm-hmm. I was almost giddy about it. It was kind of fun. I dropped my son off at school, and, and I ran over to the prayer garden, and I just took an hour to just spend time with God, and it was the best thing I could have done in that crazy, busy week. And it just made my whole, you know, even though it was still a busy week, it just gave me a peace and a calm inside in my soul and my heart in the midst of that busy week. And so it was just perfect. I love that you said I was almost giddy about it. <clears throat> so many yeah. times I, I see it sometimes as just that spiritual discipline in my life. Like, uh-huh. I, I need to do this. It's another thing that, <clears throat> excuse me, that you have to just check off. And yeah. I just, I can't stand it when I have that perspective. I love it when you, you're right, when you, when you crave him, you really just go, right. I have got to spend that time and just be still. And I love that. Mm-hmm. Be giddy. Yeah about that time that we can have with Jesus. And you have done an event recently um, that centered around prayer. And tell us a little bit about that. Well, it was a little while ago, but it was um, there was a movie that came out, and I hadn't even seen it, but I just liked the name of it because, as you know, I like to bake, but I also love to eat. And so it was called Eat, Pray, Love, <laughs> and I thought that was such a great title because I love to eat, love to pray, love people. So... Um, we were putting together a little hiking group one morning, and um, I thought, let's call it Eat, Pray, Hike. And so we, it wasn't in that order, but it just had to be a clever name, so we just did that. But we ended up meeting at the prayer garden first. There's a great prayer garden called Keenan in the Desert, and it's on 40th Street just south of Shea. And um, we met there and spent an hour in the prayer garden and then went straight from there to a little hiking trail that was within like a half a mile from there and hike together for an hour, all the women, and just what great relationship you can build with each other just when you're walking along hiking. Mm-hmm. And then there was another gal that lived real close to the hiking trail, so we went back to her house and had a little brunch, and it was just a great morning of spending time with God, getting building on that relationship, because when you are in prayer with Him, that's the thing that He desires the most is the relationship mm-hmm. with Him. Even though we're, we sometimes think of it as, 
we need to, we have these things we need to pray for, and we need to pray for blessings, and we need to have these, you know, pray for these requests. I think the thing that he desires the most is that the relationship, he knows those things before we even pray them, and he's mm-hmm. just wanting to build, he just wants our relationship and our trust to be built up in him, and, and so I think that was just the cool part about it, is incorporating the prayer and then having that time to talk with gals afterwards. So it's perfect. And I think that's so, so neat to do that because how many times we, we do an event, especially in America, our culture, it's all about the experience of having fun and it's centered on food. Mm-hmm. And to be able to go, okay, we can still do all those things, but let's also put some of the focus on prayer in a way that is an adventure, though. It's not exactly. like we're going into the prayer room because so many times you, you do that event and you don't have people show up. And we want right. to go, okay, how do we make this, this time with the Lord that's so exciting and that women, like you said, I love that, being giddy, that women are just so drawn to that as much as if you were doing, you know, meeting at Rawhide or something, where right. you're just drawing the men where they, they really do crave that time. And um, I, you have an acronym for prayer. What, what do you do with that? Do you use that with your teens at all? Um, you know what? I haven't a lot, but I, I mean, I just kind of came up with it because I was just thinking about prayer and how it, um, okay, where did I find that? It, it was, uh, it was, um, just being very purposeful and praising God. And that was just the, the biggest part of it is just praising him because sometimes we go in with our mm-hmm. needs and we need to praise him first and we just need to tell him <laughs> how much we love him and how grateful we are. I liked how you said how just to think about the three things to be thankful for and, and just to start thinking about those things. And if nothing else, we're praising him for, for who he is and for just being God. And then just, well, and uh, I have to interrupt you on that. Lisa and I noticed sure. even this week at camp, um, uh-huh. and, and we're seeing it even within not only in the high school girls, but also as women are coming in, there's so many wounded people um, just in our worlds right now. And, with some of the, the high school girls, you get caught in I'm the victim. I'm dealing with uh-huh. this. My stepfather's abusive. My, you know, mother just left. It, all these things that when you get into that, the, the praise and being grateful, I think it right. turns it around to where it's like that's not my identity. It's like so many people are, they're focused on their story, and their story right. is their identity, and it's, Many times it's they're the victim and they, they can't pull out of that. So they're right. just in that part of prayer with their, the, the struggle rather than, okay, we got to flip this around and God came so you can have an abundant life. And this is a life Absolutely. of joy. You're not going to live in this victimized state. We need to figure out what you're grateful for and all the blessings God is, is putting in your life. And you're right, that, that should be the number one thing, that purposeful of just the praise rather than all right. the things that you're struggling with. Yeah, because otherwise it's a, a prayer towards a, with an inward focus. You're thinking about yourself during that prayer, and we want to be thinking about Him and building that relationship with Him. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, of mm-hmm. course, you do have your time of requesting, and that was the R, you know, when you're requesting things. But as you're requesting, even as you're saying it, saying, Lord, this is what I want, but if it's not what you want, I don't want it. And, you know, mm. if, it, and if this is the desire of my heart, but yet... If it's not what your desire is for me, please change that desire because I, I want to want what you want, you know. Well, so that was the requesting. 
I want to interrupt What's that? Because I think so many times we come in, I love that thing with it's like the request thing because so many times we come in with our shopping list. And right, right, right. On. And instead of, and if you're truly starting it off being purposeful and praising, I, it, I think it's kind of hard to come in with that, with that lens of here's what I right. want. Because it right. really does what you said. It turns it from being something inward to something, okay, it's so focused on, on what God wants for our lives. And so I think that mm-hmm. is a huge Great purpose, you know, being personal in the praise, so it kind of does change that next part, which is the requesting. So I love that. Right, right. Speaking so of requesting, adoring, what, yeah. Well, I it's, this is all about me and my request. I just want to know, Kirsten, before you go into your <laughs> other like acronym for prayer, because it's my birthday tomorrow, so I'm just requesting oh, for everybody to say happy birthday, and then we're good to go. Okay, <laughs> my now, anniversary tomorrow. Is your anniversary? Yeah, we, a, we share a date. Happy anniversary. Yes. Thank you. Well, that just feeds into your next, the A is adoring. So you can adore adoring. me and adore you, and then we're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I'll celebrate both of you guys, okay? So Carrie and I are celebrating you guys right now, okay? All right, that was my request. Okay, carry on, Kirsten, carry on. All right, well, and then adoring, and then yearning. Like I said, I mean, if you, I think God really does want us to just, desire after him and if we are truly desiring that he will he will honor that and I funny we read a book recently on Wednesday night here and it was called Becoming More Than a Good Bible Study Girl by Lisa Turkierson. Um there was a prayer in there and it just said God I want to see you God I want to hear you God I want to know you so that I can follow hard after you every day and it was just the yearning that we need to have um, and so we need to pray pray that too as if we feel like it's lacking, maybe we need to pray about it because God knows it's mm-hmm. lacking anyway. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then just experiencing Him, just as you are in prayer, you will be more, made more aware of His presence in your life, and you will be experiencing Him more. And then just the R, the resting. I mean, that's something I've had to learn the hard way. Is just when I'm resting in Him, that's when I'm going to be blessed, and that's when He's going to show up, and that's when He's going to speak to me. And so that was just my little acronym for prayer. And I love that. I think we need that we need that framework to follow something, to go to keep mm-hmm. us focused. Like we were talking with Patty or with Tammy earlier. It is so hard to get off track and take the scenic but if you have something in front of you like that that you can truly follow like a structure and then even writing it down. Do you journal? Um, I've I've been trying to be better at it. I haven't always, but when I do, that seems to be, especially when the thankful journals, I've been doing that lately, and I love that. And, and but, you yeah. know what, journaling does keep you focused, and um, I struggle with journaling because I, I always think you have to write out these long, you know, and articulate well in case somebody, you know, 30 years from now is going to read this incredible <laughs> record, you know. And we have yeah, that thing, and I learned journal. now is, yeah. And I learned now just bullet points, just thoughts, just right. thoughts, just put bullet points down. And then that's doable for me. I don't have to think so hard. And I can just do, and it's interesting when you start writing things down and journaling, how God starts revealing things that you wouldn't have mm-hmm. naturally thought about. That is always amazing to me. Yeah. Well, okay, we just have like one minute, 30 seconds actually, till we take a break. And um, this is a great, we're going to come back and into our last segment and have you and Tammy both share a little bit more about um, what this looks like um, and the struggles and, and being totally intentional with all, with all this in journaling. So as we come back, um, we're going to just keep diving in a little bit more because we're going to all walk away going, I am satisfied. I can be satisfied with my prayer life. This is Patty and Lisa. You're listening to Girlfriend at Radio. We'll be right back. 
This is Girlfriended on Togginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on Girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend it. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriend It Radio right after these. Wondering how to market, where to invest, where to advertise, where to find the right advice, or what to do about taxes? Doing business today is a complex venture, and that's where all biz talk comes in. All Biz Talk helps businesses and individuals find the right path to their success and learn more about the ideas, products, and services used by today's top professionals. Success leaves clues, so if you want to be successful, it's always best to listen to the people who have already been where you want to be. Our hosts are unbiased and will ask the hard questions, taking your calls to help connect you with the right professionals, people who can help you get a better handle on your personal and business choices. All Biz Talk is not a financial services company and does not offer any financial advice, but we will help you make the right choice when it comes to planning your financial future. Join All Biz Talk Tuesday afternoons at 1 Pacific, 3 Central at allbiztalk.com. Schooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children ages 24 to 18 who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio, a chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Welcome back. We have been having a fun day talking about prayer. And I know some people know fun and prayer. That I don't know if that goes together, but it really <laughs> does. The prayer, as we've been talking about Really, it's just having a conversation with God, and sometimes God just, He delights us, and He does just amazing things in our lives when we truly are engaged with Him, and, and really engaging in prayer and just starting. And so we've been talking with Tammy Ingram, who, um, and Kirsten Snary, both are dynamic women, girlfriends who are actively leading in ministries at their different churches, and who have really um, just embrace this whole concept of prayer, personally and professionally. And Tammy, we're going to start with you. And we were we had to almost be rude and cut you off. I think um, at the last time that we had the, the segment. And um, we just want to give you a chance to kind of pick up where we left off. And I know we were kind of all over the place, but you were just talking about just being intentional with prayer. And you even have like some piece that you um, that you kind of followed. So we're talking about having a framework. So why don't you just kind of pick back up and bring us back into the conversation? Okay. Uh, well. Some of those P's, it's not, they're just things that, you know, I guess uh, are part of prayer that help me um, kind of keep it all in perspective, I guess. And um, first of all, I know without, you know, a doubt that the most important P is the power that comes from prayer. And that is what I need most in my life. Um, and 
without a doubt, in ministry especially, and I think in anything that, um, you know, we need uh, help, we need God's intervention. You know, it can only come through prayer, that kind of power. And especially when I look at the purpose of our lives and how um, the purpose of prayer is that, you know, for me, even the purpose of my life is to reveal Jesus to the world. And there's just no way I can do that without prayer, without God doing that through my life. And so not only does it help me keep my purpose for me in perspective, um, but it, in a, it just is what is going to enable us to live out our purpose that God has for us. And I look at, you know, through prayer, he, get, he brings protection, like Patty was talking about, even, you know, in warfare, how important prayer is that we have that protection over us. You know, I think about the Lord's Prayer and how He so modeled it before us. And in that, He also said to pray because He will provide for us, for our daily provisions. You know, He, he is our provider. Um, he gives us perspective, um, to me anyway, through prayer, on being able to see it from, I guess, God's eyes more than just mine. I, I look at it so often from just what I see. And, uh, and I think in prayer, then we often sit before Him and begin to see God's perspective more on something, and um, it's so much better. And then I'm always looking for the plan. And through prayer, I feel like God gives, lays out that plan for me, um, gives me wisdom, gives me direction on which way and what I'm supposed to do. And through that, I feel like I arrive at peace. And that's, to me, one of the best products, of, or byproducts of prayer, is just that, that peace as, as we bring many decisions before God, um, I think so much of the time, the affirmation of God's answer is peace that I feel from it. So those are um, just, I think, a few P's that, uh, uh, P words that help us um, at least keep things in mind and um, I guess even uh, cause me to just continue to, to really pursue prayer because it's so important in these areas of my life, so... Well, you know what, Tammy, that when you, like you said, when you're going to God first and He's going before you and you're asking those specific things, like mm-hmm. your example of the plan, I know even yeah. this week at camp, when I start out my day and I'm like, okay, God, you've got to go before me because I'm exhausted. Some of these girls are just wearing me out. I'm too old for this. You know, all those things that you, you're just like, yeah. okay, please sustain me. And then... You have someone come up to you, and before, I have to be honest, there were times when I would go in with that attitude and someone would come up that is in a, not such a good place, and it would be exhausting, you know, just so mm-hmm. they drain yep. you emotionally. Yes. And it was like, okay, seriously, I have one more, like, dysfunctional person. <laughs> and <laughs> I obviously didn't have the right heart or the attitude, but since Lisa and I are confessing all of our things here, here we go. <laughs> but when you go, when you go before God and you're like, okay, this has to be your plan, you know, today. Mm-hmm. When that person comes up to you, you have a whole different perspective. Because, like, this week when I had that scenario, was like, I felt honored. I could not believe that God chose me with this person in my life that I didn't even know to come up and share their story with me and, you know, cry out for help, basically. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, God, thank you so much. What an honor, because you know when you've been praying that, that this is the person that's going to have an impact on you and that you're going to have an impact on, you know, for God. And yeah. your whole attitude is different. 
when you've gone before and you've prayed and asked for his plan. Mm -hmm. For sure. I think that's what gives us his perspective, and it it, uh, helps us be in the framework of mind to be used by him as well in a greater way. Um, So it just so much generates from prayer, you know. Um, And you're blown away from it. You literally are blown away that he answers those prayers so quickly. Absolutely. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what's the first thing to do? I was saying, and he answers so personally. Like when we shared earlier about the story of, you know, yes. Aaron having a toothache, and, it, and he blows your way up things you wouldn't even think about. And the Kirsten or Tammy, did either one of you have a story of where you really, you saw God just answer a prayer that you went, wow, okay, prayer really does work. And I think so many times as believers, especially as you as maybe you've lived the faith for a while, you start becoming very complacent in the area of prayer. And so many times prayers don't get answered because, first of all, we don't pray them and ask. And secondly, we're not looking for God to, to answer and be the answers. And when we really start engaging and looking and asking, um, it, it is amazing. A whole new world kind of, you know, comes alive in front of us. But you guys have a story to share. I, I do. This is Kirsten. Um, just recently we had our VBS here at church. And I do women's ministry here, but I also do children's ministry, K-6. And, um... So it was like about a week before VBS, maybe 10 days before VBS, and we had all these kids that I knew were going to sign up, but I didn't have all the leaders in place. And I was getting that momentary panic where you think, oh, no, what are we going to do with all the kids when we have no leaders? But, so, I, you know, those momentary times are times to just turn it around. Okay, oh, Lord, I do trust you, but... I, I wish you'd do it a little bit, you know, more in my timing, but, you know, he, he, he always does it in his timing. But the cool thing is it always turns up to usually be the perfect timing, and so then you are able to see, wow, this really was a God thing. It really had nothing to do with me. It had everything to do with him and and how people showed up, and I had, even in the last few days, I had all the leaders in place, and then even on day one, more people showed up. Where do you need me? Just point me in a direction. Where do you need me? Like mm-hmm. more, and it's always an, an abundance. He always just answers in abundance, and it's awesome. Yeah. And then well, he gets the glory, and we so don't. Many times, don't you think so many times it's like it really is, this whole journey uh, is a faith walk, and it requires, and so many times we have to rely on prayer, because otherwise, if, like you said, those moments where you're like, okay, if this doesn't happen, God's got to show up or, or it's not going to happen. And so you, you're just, you're on your knees, just basically mm-hmm. begging God, asking him to show yeah. up. And it is those moments that then it, we become very dependent upon him. And those are the best moments because otherwise, if everything was going so smoothly and, you know, we put an event out and immediately 500 people signed up, we wouldn't need God because we would become right. very sufficient. Sure. And so it is, a, but we don't like those situations where we have to rely on prayer. Mm-hmm. We we tend to build our trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely. A it but causes us to really grow in our faith. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard to find the balance of that. Because so many times, I I know with Lisa and I, um, you know, you always have an idealistic, uh, idealistic one, and then the realistic one when God partners people together. And we would put down, okay, we want to do this event. We want it to flow throughout this year. This is our, our outcome. This is our end result for, you know, 2013. And you go through all of this, and you go, okay, what part do we just go out on faith and go dream big, 
ask yeah. the impossible, have those God-sized, you know, things that's just going to reach so many people, and how much of that do you know that this is realistic? This is what we have a budget for. This is what we can do financially. This is, and it's really hard to find that that balance because at one point you go, we don't think our God is big enough. We have the God of the universe, but we're just putting this small thing, you know, on paper. And so it's like, but he also gave you he gave you a brain to be able to figure this all out. And I think that's mm-hmm. some of the struggles that we have. Yeah. Well, and girls, we only have, like, two minutes till till we have to kind of wind this up. But in this last two minutes, um, we have so many women that are leading in ministry, listening, and women that are just probably going, I don't even know how to even rally some other women or people together to even form, like, a, a prayer team or just to get prayer started. Any thoughts to tell people out there as we conclude of just how do you get started? How do you rally women? What would you suggest? I would start with my friends. If all else, you know, people that you know love you because to me that's, you know, that's a, a great place. They, if they love you, they're going to, I think they're going to pray for you. And, um, I just find even the, the tool of texting and, you know, some of our, our things that can just keep us connected in a quick way. Um, even if it's just, you know, pray for this or, you know, that's oftentimes, you know, a group of my friends, we just, you know, those, mass text that you kind of do together in your group to just keep each other updated on how God's answering prayer, what to pray for, and um, start with your friends because um, then that kind of bleeds out to others. But that's what I mm-hmm. would at least start with, you know? I agree. And, and and on top of that, like if you're trying to build a prayer team, say you have some friends that you want to have pray for you, you can go to them first. And then if you're trying to build another team, um Honestly, just pray for God's leading and direction and who who needs to be sought out, who who is a prayer warrior and you you will God will answer that. He will provide the names and he will lead you and guide you in those directions of where he wants you to go in those relationships to who to, who to ask. Mm-hmm. Well, you, we want to thank you guys, both of you guys again for just joining us and talking about the significance um, area of prayer, and we just want to challenge all of you who are listening to really go out and live under the influence of prayer and just expect amazing things to happen as a result. And you can find out more about Kirsten and about Tammy by going to our website at girlfriendit.com. Join us in conversation at our Girlfriend at Facebook. We uh, we just appreciate you listening and just hope you've been challenged today and encouraged to live a life of prayer. This is Girlfriend at Radio. Have a great day. Thank you for being a part of this special program, Girlfriend It, the show dedicated to the most important woman you know, yourself. It's the show designed.